what convinced you to uh, to do an episode today? I just kind of thought, like, why not? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, like, she's respectable. Yeah, Kerr's like just a cool friend of mine, and she's just like, yeah, like, I think you make a great podcast person, and I was like, girl. I think you make a great podcast person. And she's like, no, nah, girl. And I was like, okay. I was like, I do it for you because you want me to do it. So I do it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast. It's, uh, it's a podcast where we ask three levels of questions to get to know our guests better. Who are our guests? Friends. Friends of friends. And friends of friends of friends. And today we have... Oh, me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christy. <laughs> Sorry. I kind of missed my cue there. Okay. I'm Christy. Nice to uh, meet everybody. No worries. I uh I kinda I kinda threw you under the bus there and, and just Yeah, I, I didn't give you no, a it's all good. It's okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> I um I didn't know if I was supposed to like say my full name or just my first name. So there you go. I'm I'm Christy. My last name is Moy. <laughs> so there you go. I'm how Christy you, Moy. How do you spell that? Uh my first name or my last name? Your last name. Last name. It's spelled Moy, like M O Y. I've never met someone with that last name. Where are you from? Oh, um, well, I grew up in Maryland, but my family, my dad's side of the family is from Guangzhou in China. Um, oh, cool. so it's a Cantonese last name. Yeah. Um, and it has the Americanized spelling. So M O Y, if it was like spelled with like, other spelling it'd be like m-u-i um but they americanized the spelling of my last name so do you have a preference uh you know growing up i actually liked my last name a lot because it kind of rhymes with a lot of stuff so <laughs> uh my brother's name was eric and there's a lot of erics in our hometown like eric chen eric shang eric lee eric da 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 like all the erics you could ever imagine so he went by just like people just called him Moy, and then I was like younger by two years, so people called me like Mini Moy, Little Moy. I got uh, Moy Joy because <laughs> I uh, smile a lot, and uh, yeah, my brother got like Moy Boy, Moy Toy. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of fun because it rhymes with a lot of stuff. So do you? So do you speak Chinese? Uh, I speak Mandarin, but very poorly. <laughs> uh, I went to Chinese school growing up. Uh, for a really long time until like eighth grade. Um, and the thing about me is that I was not like the other kids in Chinese school because mm -hmm. everyone else, um, both of their parents spoke Mandarin with them at home. So they just like kind of come in to teach you reading and writing. But because my dad was actually born in America, um, he's an ABC. So he actually doesn't speak like any Mandarin. And so at home growing up, my mom, even though she's born in Taiwan, my parents spoke English to me. So the thing about Chinese school is they teach Chinese to you in Chinese. So, so I was like, <laughs> it was just me trying to memorize how to write a bunch of stuff. On Saturday nights, my mom would like help me like do my homework. And more or less, she like did it for me. And then finally, I got to eighth grade. And I was just like, I'm not really like, it's like trying to build a house with no foundation. And I was like, I'm just not really learning anything. Yeah. Um, but then I finally, in high school, I decided to take Chinese. And I was able to skip a few levels because I had been really good at memorizing hey. characters. Um, and then that's when I kind of actually started to learn Chinese. And then, um, then later that 
uh, yeah, in 11th grade, I actually got to do a study abroad in China for a summer. Um, so I like lived with a host family and that was really fun. That was my first time ever going to China too. Um, cause a lot of my family actually isn't really abroad in Asia anymore. Like most of them moved to the U S so, um, yeah, that was really cool for me. But actually, I always tell people that my Chinese got worse that summer because I was in class with other students. So my accent actually got like a little bit worse <laughs> um, because it was all like, uh, you know, we're all students and we're all learning. It's not like they put us in class with like other like people like who are just from like who grew up in China. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I always tell people I ended up the best part of the summer there is I got really into watching like Taiwanese dramas. I got into listening to Chinese <laughs> music. And then that's how I like actually learned is like, I would watch like TV with subtitles and then like finally like got better at Chinese, but now it's kind of bad. Cause I haven't really watched. Now I do Korean dramas instead of, you know, so it's, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a wash. <laughs> so what, uh, what would you say is your second most known language? Um, yeah, my Spanish is pretty bad still, so <laughs> probably Mandarin, <laughs> probably still Mandarin by like just a very small margin, but the sentence construction is like really bad. So it's yeah. just more like at restaurants, just like a lot of phrases and pointing and eye contact and head shaking. So yeah. It's the job done, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I mean, at dim sum, right? It's just like you make eye contact with them and you just keep pointing until they like bring you the right one and then it works out so yeah well it's funny because like i think here in new york there so mm -hmm. when i grew up there used to be more cantonese speaking chinese people mm. and some of my cousins are cantonese vietnamese cool chinese okay vietnamese. nice so yeah. the chinese that i most know is canto and don't get me wrong i don't know it mm. at, like i don't know much at all but i do know how to order in canto it's very impressive i actually don't know any Cantonese I recently got my dad to teach like a little bit of like um we're from like the part of like Guangzhou that's called like Taishan so it's like Toysanese um so I like recently like learned just like the numbers from him and yeah that was kind of a cool thing ah yeah exactly yeah yeah except I I only know like uh towards the, I just know sup is like six <laughs> and then the rest of them I like always forget but Yes, I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I, I think I'm limited to five. <laughs> there you go. I, I can come in. You do one through five, and I do six, and then we don't need to order any more things at the restaurant beyond that. So it, yeah, it pretty much. Out. If if we need if we need anything more than six, we'll have to order twice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just come back for round round two. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you on. Um, so we go through three levels of questions. Uh, and the first level is rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you questions and I guess like, just tell me what's the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you these questions. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Round one. Uh, what piece of clothing defines you? Um, gosh, that's a great question. Uh, I don't know. The first thing that came to mind was like a jean jacket for some reason. Um, I think because I just like wear it a lot during the summertime with like anything like shorts or wherever. And I always seem to be carrying a jacket after I moved to San Francisco. It's yeah. like you never leave the house without a jacket, you know, because it's going to be cold at night. Um, okay. I guess I also What's... picked it maybe because, oh, sorry, it's supposed to be rapid fire. Yeah, go for it. 
Oh no no no! It's okay. You can you can explain it if you want. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I guess I feel like the jean jacket also kind of like a classic piece. So it like kind of like never goes out of style, and then it goes with everything. Kind of. I don't know. That that sounds kind of um, weird. But then like I feel like a lot of people, especially when I was younger, told me I was like very versatile and like I'm not like a chameleon. So I just can. <laughs> get along with everybody kind of thing so maybe that has to style preference i pick there okay yeah. uh what's your favorite compliment that you've received um sorry i'm blanking out uh <laughs> i think a lot of people have told me i'm very genuine um i guess it's like my favorite just because i think especially in the world we live in today with like social media i feel like uh sometimes you feel like when you talk to people they're like not interested in who you are or you have to put on an act in front of other people so that they have, mm-hmm. they have a certain impression of you. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just like the motto is kind of like, I'm not here to judge you. You're not here to judge me. Like you can just like shoot the shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I don't fine. know. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah, keeping it real kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is your current phone background and what's the story? Okay, that's a good one. Um, uh, the the picture of my phone background is a pug. It's kind of like leaning on the side of a couch with like puppy dog eyes. Um, and the story is that I just was on Instagram and my friend has a cute pug. And it was such a cute picture that I was like, <laughs> I have to screenshot this and make this my background photo. Because every uh-huh. time I look at my phone, it just makes me smile how cute this pug is. And then I wish I have a dog, but I don't. So, um, yeah, anyways. Okay. That's the story. What is your favorite useless skill? Uh, oh, these questions are really hard. Um, useless skill. Uh, can you give me, like, some examples, maybe, of, <laughs> of useless skills? <laughs> Let me think. I mean, so, like, for, okay, for me... A useless skill I have is I'm really good at directions. Oh, that is a good skill. I'm only pretty good with directions, so I'm not going to use that. But that is that's a good one. Um, what am I really good at? That's kind of useless. Um, or you just name something you're good at. Good at remembering names. Is that a skill? <laughs> oh, 100 percent. Oh my gosh. People tell yes. me that's like a good skill of mine. Like I'll just meet someone for the first time, and like I usually like if I'm in a big group, I'll remember everybody's name, and people are like, "Wow, how'd you do that?" I'm like, "I have no idea, man." I, I just yeah i don't know i guess it's just like um growing up i went to like a lot of camps and met a lot of people so i just you know and, and it's, it's, i felt like it was really important to get people's names right especially because like growing up like i was kind of picky about the nicknames people gave me and i was like i don't want to be confused with other people so i was like i'm gonna try and remember your name the best i can kind of yeah. thing so okay okay um what's something that makes you instantly happy uh, a lot of things, <laughs> but probably, um, but that's kind of basic. Uh, that's not basic. That's okay. not basic. I'm pretty sure that yeah. was one of my answers when I was the guest on the podcast. <laughs> okay. I feel better. What's also your, what's your go-to boba drink? Um, oolong milk tea, 30% sugar, uh, less ice pearl. Wow. <laughs> um, I used to be really into passion fruit too, when I feel fruity, so. Okay, okay. What's something you wish you were good at? Still learning the guitar. Wish I was better at it. We'll get there eventually if I practice enough. When are you most comfortable? 
guess with my friends, I guess, or just around people I know, like, won't judge or they'll laugh at my bad jokes. <laughs> Either or. No, that's a good one. Okay. What's the first thing you're buying if you win the lottery? My mom a house. <laughs> that can be an answer. She always talks about wanting to win the lottery and wanting a bigger house. So okay, that's probably like literally no joke. Like we have like an like a lottery account online. Like my mom's very serious and very dedicated to buying lotto tickets. That's a thing. It's yo. like a very important task. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's like really into it. So I, I guess the first person I think of when I think of the lottery is my mom. So, okay. Uh, and last question, what is your biggest pet peeve? Uh, you're in a group and somebody wants to like completely dominate the conversation and other people are trying to speak up. They're just not noticing or adjusting to the situation. <laughs> I feel that. I, feel um, that. I don't know. I, I like being really inclusive of people and I know I'm kind of talkative myself, but um, I always spot out the introverts. I'm like, yo, you have an interesting story, dude. Like, let's let's hear it. So, yeah. Okay. That sums up the first round. How do you feel? I feel like I don't do well with rapid fire because I'm a talker, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Were there any specific ones you wanted to explain or talk about more? I think that's, I think we, yeah, I think we did a pretty good job. You, you mentioned including introverts because they always have a good story. Do you have one? A good story about what? Well, I'm, I'm going to leave that open question up to you. Do you have a good story to oh. tell? Um, I, I guess I have... See, I don't do well when I'm on the spot. <laughs> I have to think out loud. What's a good story? I have some funny dating stories if you want to hear those. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're comfortable long... sharing with them, yeah, sure. Why not? What's yeah. the okay? What's the funniest yeah. or yeah? What's the funniest dating story you have? Well, there was this one date that I had, um, and <laughs> it was kind of a disaster <laughs> for like a lot of reasons. But first of all, I guess it wasn't even a date, so that's <laughs> that's the start. One, the guy didn't think it was a date, so that's that's problem number one. Oh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a bad that's a bad date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's this thing where I was living in San Francisco, and there's this uh, spot that I would run to that I called like my secret sunset spot, um, and it's kind of near this beach. So basically, I agreed to meet him at the beach, and then we would walk up. Um, to find like the trailhead and then we'd sit at the spot and just like chat and hang out or whatever and what happened was it was kind of running late um, it was really hot that day for some reason and uh, I just remember being like very nervous uh, because I was late and then we were walking up this hill together and we finally get to this trailhead and I'm thinking okay great like we're here like gonna go smooth like everything's gonna be good like it's not gonna rain everything's good and like 30 seconds into the date there's a bunch of these gnats <laughs> and it's like the weirdest thing because I've run this trail like so many times and I've never seen these gnats but it was like an 80 degree day in San Francisco which never happens there by the way because it's always cold and foggy yeah. and so basically we're trying to like walk through this trail a bunch of gnats attack both of us okay <laughs> and so now we're literally picking like this sounds disgusting we're picking gnats out of each other's hair <laughs> okay and at one point oh like i can't tell if this is dandruff or not and so he gets like really offended at me and he's like i don't have any dandruff i was like okay um so it's it's fine and i'm like okay, okay like whatever this is just like just shake it off literally um so we keep walking on the path and 
then at some point we're trying to like take a selfie and he's like insisting on using my phone to take the selfie and i'm like like my battery is like about to run out like i have no battery um and so i was like can we use your phone and he was like no we're not using my phone i was like okay so <laughs> literally we take one photo and it's it's a picture of his face and just my forehead cut off like like and then the phone dies we can't even take another picture so, <laughs> god i'm like this is so embarrassing i'm like this is the worst photo ever like just everything's bad and then we keep going and we get to the spot and i'm, I'm like showing him the spot and I'm, I'm showing him the bridge i'm like isn't this so cool and he's like yeah it's really cool everything's really great and then i'm trying to figure out a place for us to sit down so finally there's like this rock kind of like to the left of the spot so i'm like let's sit here and literally no joke uh, I'm so nervous that I sit down on top of my sunglasses and I break my sunglasses, like literally. <laughs> oh no. My glasses breaks off. And I'm just like, I'm like, this, this cannot go any worse than it's already going. And, um, and then finally I'm just like, all right, whatever. And so we just sit there for a while. We kind of talk and then it gets cold. And then we finally like go back and, I'm talking about how much I love Ali Wong and he's like, Ali Wong's kind of vulgar. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm uh, like, and you know, no problem. And um, it was really funny because then we were getting like frozen yogurt after. And I just remember like, we we're kind of like fighting over the bill. Cause it's like, no, you don't have to pay for me. Like whatever. Like I, I, you know, we can go Dutch, whatever. And he's like, no, no, I'll pay. And then just like, I remember like a couple days later, he's like, hey, can you Venmo me? And I was just like, oh my God, like it wasn't even. What? Yeah, yeah. And then um, I remember talking with him about it later. Um, and it was just so funny because he was like, yeah, I, I mean, I actually tried to like invite your friends to come with us on that, but they, they were like not available. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, first of all, I thought this was like this epic date. And I was like, it's not even a date, dude. It's like just like a bad rom-com. <laughs> like, just like. Just like the yeah. <laughs> such a klutz. And I was like, oh, but that's me in real life. And like, it was kind of crazy because with this guy, like, I remember there's another hangout we did, and we were at a we we went to some grocery store. I like literally lost my earring, and I was like, what am I like Cinderella now? And <laughs> there was like a whole bunch of other events that happened. And like, one of my friends was like, you should just like honestly write this down and like have like a stand up comedy because it's so ridiculous and I was like I know I should and then I just like never wrote it down so <laughs> this is my really bad recap of it but believe me it was like a whole saga so yeah no yeah. that was a good recap I, I enjoyed that story it was a good one awesome well I'm glad you uh you get a good laugh out of it and uh for all the folks who live in San Francisco uh you will never see gnats on that trail again because it will literally never be that hot again so <laughs> yeah That's you won't fair. have that bad dating story fair. it's also funny too because I think like so the name of this podcast, No Happy Endings, it started out. So mind you, I'm not the Brian is the one who created this podcast. He runs podcast. I help him out here and there. Um, he they created this podcast to tell stories, just to tell stories, you know. And what better stories to mm -hmm. tell than like, you know, stories that don't have happy endings? Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think in life there's a lot to be learned and. Sometimes it's not always a happy ending, but it can be, you know, I, I had this friend who used to tell me, like, it's either a good time or a good story. So <laughs> why, not? why not just both or why not just at least one? So, yeah, that's true.
That's true. No, nah, I, I mean, that's some, that's some truth there. I, I always agree with that. I think now, more, especially now, like, I find it, as we get older, I feel like it's easier to get, like, comfortable with things. So, like, I definitely think it's mm-hmm. cool to step out of your comfort zone. Which is why, like, I appreciate you even agreeing to do an episode, you know? Yeah. No, I um feel like I just, like, <laughs> I was like, wow, I can't believe I just, like, said that out loud. I was like, wow, I haven't told that story in a long time. And I only used to tell that to my friends, so. Okay, okay. But outside of your comfort zone kind of thing. Yeah, that, like, yeah, it's pretty cool that you were able to share that. Because, like, I mean, I think that's that shows that you have a very good sense of humor. And you're able to laugh about it. You know? oh, thank you. Well, I'm glad everybody can agree that sitting on your sunglasses and getting attacked by gnats is, is a good story. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. This next level of questions. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Level two. What is a recent shower thought that you've had? Not really a shower thought, but I've recently learned about myself that I like sports because I can't overthink other things and i actually have to just focus on playing the game Ooh, like a distraction right yeah it's kind of like meditative in a sense because like um, i play a lot like a lot of tennis with like my friends and my parents and stuff like that and realize like i just have to focus on like the ball like i i don't have time to think about the other like stuff going on in my life like i don't have time otherwise i miss and so then i'm like (laughs) well i don't want to miss the ball so um i was thinking about it i was like well when i run i don't that doesn't happen because when I'm running, then I just like think about everything going on in my life. And if I listen to music, I just think about what's going on in my life in relation to people. I like hear songs and I think of certain people. So I was like, really like sports. (laughs) And I'm like, I really need to play more sports. So I don't overthink. Do you, um, you play volleyball, right? Yes, I do play volleyball. Haven't recently, but I still love it. Do you want to play? You know, it's funny. The the guys who are usually, so Brian, the guy who, uh created the podcast and like some of the other people on the mm-hmm. podcast they they play a lot of volleyball you should definitely i should definitely introduce you guys and you, you guys should definitely play volleyball yes i would be very down always down to play volleyball they're fun peeps love volleyball yeah okay i, be- I believe you all right eddie you're a fun peep too right. so no, you that. can join thank us you. as well thank you thank you yeah. yo I, i'll you're have welcome. to uh, i have to hit you up next time i'm in virginia yes Please do. That would be very fun. All right. Uh, what is something your younger self would not believe about the current you? Oh, man. These questions are so hard. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, ow. God. I think I just hit my tooth on the microphone. <laughs> Smooth. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, I wouldn't believe how unsmooth I am as a 27-year-old. Um, no, I guess one of the things I wouldn't have expected is like how my career went. So um, my mom really wanted me to be an accountant growing up and college, like I interned for like Deloitte, like a big four. And then I was like, no, not for me. Didn't enjoy it at all. And I was like, just not my style. And then I kind of did like customer success, helping clients out a lot. And I I did like that a lot, but kind of stressful because I feel like the customer, you know, the mindset is the customer is always right. And sometimes you have a lot of customers all at once wanting your attention, wanting your help. And I want to help everybody, but it's like, you just have to prioritize. You have to make tough calls sometimes. Um, And then I ended up getting into recruiting, which I never thought I was going to do. I I really love hearing people's stories. um, And I love interviewing people because I kind of get to know them. And then I get to like 
teach them about like why maybe this opportunity could like be interesting for them or like that like it's like educate them i never like a lot of people think it's like a sales function which yeah to some extent <laughs> it is but I, I i think what i've realized over time is like i love kind of like teaching um and then kind of crazy enough was my first dream out of college was to become a product manager and i kind of like was in this like cs class in college uh, we built some app where you could like take a tour of the campus and I remember one weekend my parents came and they're like, do we have to keep like walking? Cause we're so tired. And I was like, no, we have to test it. We have to make sure this app works flawlessly and everything. And um, that's why like I moved to San Francisco, like, cause I really wanted to get into tech and be at like, you know, product manager at one of these companies. And honestly never really thought I was going to come back around to it. I kind of just thought, okay, I'm in recruiting. I'm, I'm doing people operations. I really love this work. And then the opportunity just kind of came up in January where my boss was like, you know, Hey, need somebody you hired all the engineers that you love working with engineers like you just want the chance to do it and i was like holy crap like this is, this is like my dream this is it. <laughs> like it was like i can't believe it actually came back full circle and um the craziest thing about it too is like i think i just really like the experience because i just keep learning something new every day and i'm like wow i just really didn't think it's just not like Everything from the outside is different than once you, like, get in and you're actually, like, experiencing it day to day. Um, and what was kind of cool was, like, my manager to me was, like, look, I think you have, like, a lot of potential. Be great at both. And he was, like, I think the hard decision for you one day is actually going to be that you're going to have to pick between people work and product work because you could be really, really good at both. But you're going to have to choose. And I was, like, wow. I was, like, but, you know, I think – Part of life is like you have a dream and you kind of go after the dream and then sometimes you're like maybe the dream is just worth letting go but then it just comes back to you and you're like wow I just like didn't expect this then sometimes what's even crazier is you learn about yourself that the original dream you wanted it's like maybe you've changed enough as a person that don't even really want that dream anymore your dream is actually something else that you experienced along the way so I think that's like this long long-winded way of saying have dreams when you're young and you think once you get your dream everything's going to be great this is perfect you got to the ending you have your happy ending but kind of like not like that in life like sometimes you just like learn other things on the way or your dreams kind of change and it's finding that acceptance like in yourself that like your new dream is good too or like you no know, not all like just because you've changed a little bit or your old dreams don't hold up anymore doesn't make you any less of who you were back then either. Like all versions of you are valid you now. And so it's like, I don't know. That's kind of like for me, really just didn't think like this was how my career was going to go at all. And like I just didn't think like any of my dreams were actually going to come true. And, and some of them did. And I'm like grateful for that. And even the ones that did come true, now you're like, spend your time questioning like still the dream you want or is it something else some uh that's some wisdom right there oh wow sorry did that get too deep <laughs> no i mean it's, it's i think it's fine i don't think it's deep at all i think that's good stuff i think uh young christy would appreciate everything you just told her yeah young christy was very you know i was doing some thinking the other day yeah and I realized when i was young you know you're kind of like focused on growing up like you're focused on getting into college, you're focused on getting the job when you're in college. And then your life priorities might change a little bit because 
And you start to think about, well, okay, maybe like I want to have a family or like maybe I want to get married one day. Then you start to think about your feelings and you're like, God, when I was young, I didn't I mean, I'm not saying I didn't think about my feelings. Of course I did. Everyone did. I mean. Like, not to the extent I think about them now. And I'm like, like I don't know if this is good or bad or, you know what I mean? So, just, yeah, I guess young Christy, like, sometimes I miss that because I feel like it's kind of like a ignorance is bliss thing. But I also kind of like the perspective to, like, anticipate and, like, be able to, like, know other people and be able to, like, react to other people in a way that's, like, effective to them. Yeah. Uh, and last question. What is something you're really into right now and you think other people should know about? Into right now. Sounds like you're into sports. I am into sports. I am very into sports. Something I also got into that 17-year-old Christy would have never guessed. Yeah. Poetry. Poetry? You, do you want to Kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have one that you want to share? Oh. <laughs> um. I mean, it's okay if you don't want to share. We could save it for, you know, maybe another episode. Or you know, we'll, we'll save it for one of uh, yeah. you can save it for one of your books when uh, when you go big. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, I am kind of I kind of have thought about creating a book. Yeah, um, I've also like a little bit. I mentioned I play like guitar and I played ukulele before I play guitar. Um, I'm trying to get into songwriting. Yo, as well, but that's it's re- that's really tough. hard, dude. It's really tough, man. Oh my god, I've been watching these YouTube videos on like music theory music production and whoa whoa whoa, whoa. You're, you're you're a songwriter not a producer no <laughs> no i wish i was a songwriter okay <laughs> there's a difference nah, i think like <laughs> you know i feel okay look i only say this coming from someone who I, I like i play guitar like you know i also i have a little bit of a music background too and i think like you know anyone who anyone could be a songwriter like it doesn't have to be like you don't have like yeah. you don't have to have your songs out there and like in yeah. like to be to be considered yeah. a songwriter. You can just be like, oh, you know, I write True. songs on the side. You're a songwriter. I think it just kind of started I was doing a lot of poetry. Then one day I was just like, what if I made music? And I was like, this would be cool. And this is another kind of like seventeen year old dream of mine when I was younger. I, I really loved like all the YouTube artists growing up. Um, Who's your favorite? But like uh, when I was younger, there's uh, a few. I could list them. Yo, go ahead. <laughs> if you want. Go, but go like, ahead. Yo, bless okay. the listeners. I was some particularly, of your okay, yeah. I was particularly, um, there was Sam Shuey. I don't know if you know who yes. that is. Um, he did a lot of medleys. Yeah. Uh, David Choi, okay. AJ Raphael. Okay, okay. J.S. Lee. Um, who else? Uh, Joseph Vincent. I was, you know, all like a bunch of the early, super early YouTube people. I was like, super super fangirl of all these people and um yeah so like when i was younger i was like oh maybe i could like one day i could write a song or one day i could like have my own youtube channel doesn't happen maybe it will one day who knows (laughs) but um yeah on the on the side yeah i've been trying to write some songs and that's been a really fun challenge and especially for me because i think um i always thought like you just write the lyrics first and then I started watching videos and they're like no some people like they create the sound like they create the sound and the beat and then they vibe with it and then they like create lyrics to go over it. and I was like wow like that's such a such a new perspective for me like I just would have never thought about that so uh from what I know there's there's artists that do both yeah I and like I said I think it's cool because I think for me at least just coming from someone who would like write lyrics a lot mm-hmm. um I would always like start with the words first and then 
was like one day I was like, maybe I should try it the other way around. Um, mind you, I haven't ever written a full song or produced a full song, but maybe one day. That's kind of like one of those things that I thought like, I'll never do it. But then now I'm like, mm, why not do it? You know, life's short. Yeah, Just for go sure. Go for it. Why not? No, oh. I'm definitely, I definitely, uh, I definitely want to encourage you support you in your endeavors in creativity because i mean it's it's a hard it's a hard space to work in right like it can be very discouraging too at times so i mean yo i go for it full send i will i will have to loop back because i think uh first lyrics i wrote were for a song that i called the ending i didn't choose Mm -hmm. um which is (laughs) i guess this podcast the no happy endings podcast it feels fitting for that perfect it's it's a match, just, match made the, in heaven. <laughs> yeah yeah but then at the same time um it's one of those things where i'm like no but i just like learned so much in this process even though it wasn't the ending that i thought i was gonna have or the ending i wanted you know it's kind of like you get what you need not you get what you want kind of moment and uh yeah. it's not a full song otherwise i'd try and sing it to you live right here but yo 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 <laughs> no, yo yo, yo, yo. Some other time we will some other time well, why not <laughs> yeah we gotta yo you should um have you thought about making like a youtube channel i have thought about it i have thought about it yeah what's stopping you nothing is stopping me to your point um procrastination is what's stopping me at this point yeah, so, Plus, yeah. it's pretty daunting too to put your stuff out there yeah yeah it it, it really is I and i think that's why i admire the artists so much that do it these days because i think like it just takes a lot of courage to like put it out there and hope it resonates and hope other people will enjoy it to the extent you enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, I think it's worth it and um, you, know, you should create art even if it's just for you to enjoy, you know, yeah. it brings you joy. So why not? Yeah. All right. That wraps up level two. How do you feel? Oh my God. We're only at level two. Oh my God. This episode is going to be like a hundred minutes long. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. We're, we're on level three now. So you're, you're fine. Plus like, uh, there's no usually there's no limit to how how like how long the episodes are really like you know as long as we're we're just vibing as as some of the guests would like to say yeah yeah okay cool yeah all right level three well hopefully I will more succinct this round so <laughs> listeners <laughs> don't have to put me on two x speed <laughs> oh no 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 you're fine don't worry about it if the world listens to you for thirty seconds what would you say the whole world um, I mean, there's just so much going on right now in the world. It's kind of hard to boil it down just like 30 seconds, but think, care, like take care of yourself, take care of the other people around you, um, passion for other people and this earth that we live on. Climate change is a real serious problem. Uh, COVID is a very real serious problem. Now, if we could just each think about how to give a little bit more, sorry. This is longer than 30 seconds now, but I was listening to this other podcast I really like. Yeah. I was talking about how we like to cut each other off like 17 seconds into something. Like people start talking and then like, like if you go in to see a doctor, like they'll just, just be like, this is your problem. Like they'll just tell you immediately. Yeah. And it's kind of like, just try and hear the other person out because that requires more vulnerability on your part because there's a level of uncertainty that you don't understand about this other person's story and it requires you to be open to that experience yeah um a lot of the problems we have today 
exist because we don't have that perspective anymore. We just kind of like, we see people, we label people, cancel people. And um, it's hard to have real conversation with people where people think that they're learning something from the other person because everyone already comes in with a viewpoint and they think they're right. And this person said, it's more important to get it right than to be right. I think a lot of people don't think about life that way. Yeah. Um, they speak with conviction instead of having curiosity. I think could all do with a mindset to approach things with ability, compassion, and as someone who's learning. And I think if we all did that across all the problems on this earth, I think things could get a little bit better. Yeah. I think they'll get a lot of better. Or they will get a lot more better. A lot a lot better? Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. 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 Yo. Like a lot more better too, Eddie. I, I like that. I like that. Wow. If yeah. if I if I had thirty seconds, and the world listening to me, I'd tell them like, "Yo, listen to Christy." <laughs> Thanks. That's good stuff. I took longer than thirty seconds though, so they probably get a cut off blip <laughs> of halfway through, like learning it, and then just drop off. How funny would that be? Like you're actually talking, <laughs> and then it just cuts off halfway, and your message doesn't even get across, and everyone's just like, oh, "Okay," and they just continue on with their day. Yeah, and then they're just like, okay, back to whatever I was doing. Like, that's fine. That's uh, some 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 crazy lady. <laughs> yeah, that's like the typical like no happy ending like thing, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a happy ending for you to learn something. I think that's this is what I have learned in life. Happy endings are great, and we want that. And create your happiness, right? Um, I recently got this fortune. It said, "Don't pursue happiness, create it." Right? Oh God, I think I bumped my teeth again. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what i mean but like that's the thing yes. is like yeah like i hope people from this podcast they really get that like oh it's okay that not everything turned out to be happy at the end as long as you learn something and you gain something like no one's ever going to take that from you maybe one day if you keep rethinking about it maybe it will bring you a different kind of joy than you thought it would even though it's not happy and even though it wasn't your dream i really think that if all of us did that and lived our life with that like level of gratitude for just something happening, even if the ending wasn't perfect, yeah, there'd be a lot less mental health problems in the world. Like I really think so. And I used to like tell my parents, like, I think the next like in the next generation of people, like the mental health problems will be like worse than like even the physical problems. Like they'll be harder to solve. Yeah. And yeah, that's this is kind of like off topic tangent here, but like it's think especially in this world now like with social media and the way we live our lives like it's tough for people right because we just like everything you see around you is like a highlight reel of how great how happy my life is how good things are forever from everybody so you feel so like alone and isolated and the fact like your life is not perfect and your life is not how it's not having a happy ending right life is kind of like a rainbow man like gray it's white it's got all the colors in between. Like, enjoy the full rainbow. Like, don't just pick red because red's your favorite. Like, yeah, I mean, red is a nice color, but like everything can have beauty in it if you look hard enough. You try hard enough if you're open enough. Like, that's just, this is my philosophy. I'm sorry. I feel like I've come on to be like a philosopher on the show. And that was really not the goal of the show. So, yeah. No, you're fine. You know what's funny? The last question I was going to ask you is, what do you want the title of this podcast episode to be? And so let me explain. So basically everyone gets to pick a title for the podcast, all the guests. So like, for example, we have Paul, the powerful, uh, Sean, the shadow, 
We have Kathy the Resilient. Is there one that you want for yourself? Uh, well, my title is Classic Christie on Instagram. <laughs> so maybe we'll go with that. Um, can explain it too, because there's a story behind it. But when I was younger, um, there's a lot of things that like people would be like, yeah, that's like just so typical Christie. Like it just <laughs> reminds me of her when she does it. Pretty derpy, still kind of derpy. Um, and so when I was changing my Instagram handle, I was going to do typical Christy. And then my friends were like, why don't you pick classic? Because like you always say it like you're like, yeah, that's classic. Classic me. Like, da, da, da. I'm like oh, I kind of like that. It kind of rolls off the tongue nicely. Then one day I kind of looked up what the word classic meant. And the definition of classic actually, which I didn't really anticipate because the original meaning is just to be typical. If you Google the word classic, definition, um, okay, so, so there's a few definitions. One is to over a period of time to be of the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. So it has a classic novel. And then the second is remarkably and instructively typical. So Hamlet is the classic example of a tragedy. Then classic as a noun, it means a work of art of recognized and established value. Um, so yeah, I kind of like looked at that and was like, wow, I didn't originally mean for it to be that deep. But I guess it has multiple meanings, just like life. Multiple angles if you look hard enough. And like I said four times already on this podcast, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a happy ending for you to learn something and you might find joy in it in a different way one day. Um, yeah, maybe we'll end on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, you guys heard it yourself. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you, Eddie. Thank you for listening to my long monologues. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe one day you guys will get uh, some classic Christy poetry or music. Yeah, I'm about it. One of the two. I'm about it. Yeah. Uh, it. For those of you listeners, <laughs> go ahead and subscribe and like on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Anchor. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, if you want Christy to come back. Feel free to send an email in to nohappyendingspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Peace.